Um, this right here is the iPlane 1. It's a hydrogen-powered uh, airplane, and this is what our president should be flying in. Look at this jerk. I'll tell you what, that was pretty impressive, folks. <laughs> okay, I think we need to make a tier list or something of, like, the, the worst to best Among Us publicity stunt games. Because Jesus fucking... Like, so as look, we're recording this, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or whichever one is the least funny? I think it's... Fallon is the unfunny one that, like... Yeah, he just... His job is to, like, laugh at someone who's promoting their book. Right, okay. And I think um, the other guy is, like, a little bit more funny. Um, Like, Jimmy Fallon just fucking sucks. But they both just, like, take up the YouTube trending tab. So, you know, I don't really fault you for getting them mixed up. Yeah. Um, One of them has a beard. Oh, it's Fallon. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, Fallon's the... Fallon's the more outspoken uh, hashtag resist guy, which uh, owns. I mean, he's he's an he's an SNL liberal. Yeah. So, anyways, as we speak, uh, Fallon is doing a game of uh, Among Us. Uh, is he playing right now? Well, he was when we started talking. I don't know if he still is. I don't know how long the stream is actually going. All I know is that um, his Twitch stream is in three month follower mode. Even though it has like a hundred k viewers, so people are putting very rude messages in the chat, and because yeah. only like five five people can chat, they will stay there for a long time. Some guy did put ASCII art of a Among Us character with a massive penis in the chat, and it just stayed there. I think at this point they've moved to emote only. Oh, that rocks! The, uh, the follower mode, but I love that you got to stream so with a hundred thousand people and one mod or something. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, I mean, look, I think the, the best celebrity or, like, publicity Among Us game was probably, like, the, you know, where all those streamers and stuff got together and you had, like, AOC and it seemed, like, pretty natural. So there were two AOC Among Us streams. Right, and they both were, like, you know, I watched them, I, th I thought they were pretty fun. Then there was the one with, um, there was the one with Jugmeat that was, like. Well, that was the second one with AOC yeah. and Jugmeat. And so, you know, they were entertaining. They talked a bit of policy. Like, it was it was a nice watch. Um, the first one was, like, an event, so I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one was just like, oh, we're just going to do this. And I don't know. I mean, we're not going to AOC bash on here any more than we have to. Like, it's... I am firmly on the... Uh, on the I, I will bash AOC on Twitter. I will not bash AOC on the podcast. Well, yeah, because, like... <laughs> Like what? What are you? What are you expecting? Really? You expecting her to lead a fucking vanguard? Like, <laughs> it's just watching. Yeah, I think. Well, I think not, if we're like, gonna the, the kind of people that sit around all day and complain about like bourgeoisie electoral politics get mad when the bourgeoisie electoral politics doesn't start the revolution. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I think that um, you shouldn't expect her to to save the world, but also I think that there is a certain amount of buddying up to. Uh, the establishment that she does not have to do that she is doing but whatever right it's who fucking cares who cares um look i'm just glad that pokimane's not uh on the on the fallon one i don't think my dignity yeah, would that would recover. be horrible you might actually have to stop being a pokimane stan no i wouldn't go that far <laughs> i might skip her stream tomorrow or something like that if She'll definitely notice you're not there, man. Yeah, she would. It'll uh, that'll, that'll show her out of the whatever thirty thousand average viewers she gets. 
one person who's yeah. not even subbed. I I might start streaming on Twitch. Oh yeah. It's either that or the other thing that everyone um, our age is doing to make money. Facial slurs. But um. <laughs> I mean, look. It's either I just. <laughs> Look, I just I said I just that got before you said to make money and yeah, anyways. I just got a bunch of uh you know, I got done watching a bunch of guys my age and maybe a bit older make like lining up their futures for millions of dollars in NCAA March Madness. So oh. I don't know, I'm feeling feeling like I need to get my bread up, you know. I gotta get on that hashtag hustle, hashtag grind mentality. Declan's gonna become an I racing uh, streamer. I actually will. Yeah. F- fucking watch me. Yeah, it'll be good. Promote the pod. It'll be ra- yeah, I'll, I'll be doing union organizing in my Twitch chat. It'll be like Hassan uh, on the GTA server. Yeah. No pictures. Where he does like two 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 hours of talking about like politics and like like making fun of Ben Shapiro and shit, and then he'll just hop on for like eight hours and just play GTA RP. I really, really, I think we were talking about this the other day. I really hope that as a Twitch streamer, Chelsea Manning one day gets to go on the No Pixel GTA server. Oh my god, yes. Can you imagine she how deserved, happy the two of us it. would be if there was some sort of meeting in the server between Hassan, Chelsea Manning, and Pokemon? That's just, it's it's trialectics. It's like the Holy Trinity. By the way, I might add for the podcast audience, when I say I'm a big Pokemon fan, Pokemon fan I would like to clarify, I am not straight. You fucking tier three, dude. Look, I'm just, I'm not straight, okay? So I'm not I'm not that type of Pokemon fan. Anyways, so today you should be. That'd be a great bit. Actually. It would be a really funny bit. Actually, let's be honest. If I was like a tier three sim, that would be really funny. You know, I might I might end up doing that one day. Um, so what do we have today? Well, today is an episode about the Kardashians. I mean, yeah, like we got probably the hardest I've laughed in weeks as our image um this uh this fine evening so uh you guys saw it's um kim k when she was meeting with uh donald trump president old trump people, <laughs> two people in a very similar corner of american culture um and i think it would be really cool if as we transition away from the bushes being the royal family of america if we could go into the kardashians um so does that make kanye prince harry that would be so cool, please. But anyway, where I was going with this is California Governor Gavin Newsom is facing a recall election. Now, we've talked about this. A lot of the, you know, I, it's so fucking cliche, but the mainstream liberal media sound is sort of framing it as a right-wing thing. When in reality, it's just there's a lot of people that aren't very happy with the fact that they had to reduce the air quality restrictions in L.A. because of how many bodies were being cremated because of COVID. What? Yeah. No way. Their strategy is working so well that their morgues are full. And if someone dies of COVID, they're being kept in the fucking police station. Well, I mean, hey, in Canada, we were keeping bodies in hockey space for a minute. There's no space to keep people. Their morgues are full. The trucks that the morgues, ha, the, I, like the refrigeration trucks that they rented, they've literally run out of space. And the funeral homes aren't going to fucking pay for the trucks. Of course not, yeah. Why would they? Where are you, like. 
So, yeah, they're leaving people just to die. Jesus. Like, I don't understand why... Like, how does that not break down partisan politics for you? How does that well, not make does. you realize that he's left just and, dog shit? The left and Republicans have united to try and get Newsom out. To try and own Newsom. And the the reported, rumored, I should say, Republican challenger... Or a Republican challenger, we don't know. A Republican challenger is none other than Miss Caitlyn Jenner, also known as... You know, there was the whole, like, culture war thing where, like people tried misgendering her and it's like yeah obviously like she's a woman and she fucking sucks yeah like her politics are terrible you it's like god i hate to be this online it's like were you are you aware of the current like vosh drama going on right now are you did you seriously just ask me that fucking question are you kidding me do you think i follow vosh do you think i follow vosh or his drama on anything i guess so okay well okay long story short uh, noted internet pedophile and uh, Twitch streamer, <laughs> tactical n-word user, <laughs> notable, notable internet pedophile, tactical n-word user, um, and Twitch streamer Vosh, who is supposedly on the left, um, had a Marxist-Leninist trans woman on his stream to debate her. He's like a Oh boy. Vosh is the the epitome of debate, bro. Anyways, he did all sorts of lovely things. She is uh ethnically Korean. Like he called her a race traitor for supporting the existence of the North Korean government. That's so cool. Um he didn't use those words exactly, I'm not gonna put those words in his mouth, but that was the gist of it. Uh he says that in uh the Korean War, we as in the West or the America dabbed on them. As in, you know, killing ten percent of their population and leaving no buildings over two stories tall. Bombing Pyongyang into the fucking Stone Age. Releasing... Literally... <laughs> Operation Paperclipping Imperial Japanese bioscientists that were making bioweapons. And then going to... And then letting them drop those weapons on the fucking Korea. We had a whole episode about um, the United States using bioweapons on North Korea. And we will link it below this one in, on Twitter. Uh, if you're, That's where you're getting this episode. Um... The, anyways, the point of it is that she's trans, and about 25% of Vosh's chat, supposed leftists and progressives, were just misgendering her the entire time. Yeah. I mean, it's like... I mean, that that's what you get when you're, like, because I don't, I don't fucking know the guy, but, like, didn't he used to be an alt-right guy no. who, like, did the whole, oh, I'm good now thing, no. or is that a different guy? No, but he likes people who do that. Right, yeah, he, like, he... Just picturing, like... You know how your parents ha- will usually have in their mind like a stereotype of like a an internet neckbeard or like someone who spends all their like he like literally looks of, like a groomer the sort of like Bush era internet nerd that a lot of that a lot of Gen X or sorry not yeah like Gen X and boomers have in their mind. Vosh looks exactly. Like he that. is he's the guy. He looks the like the tail, type of he's guy. Got the big fucking beard. He looks like the type of guy to comment finally under uh, Cash Me Outside Girl's Instagram post announcing three days after her 18th birthday that she was starting an OnlyFans. Oh my god! Like that's who he is. Anyways, he, yeah. Um, but add a hominem attacks fuck. on him aside, which is fine. I mean, which are which own? Yeah. Like, look, he loves to do it, so. I feel no shame about doing it. I feel like Hassan... Hassan is the only one of those, like, 
I, I hate using this word, but like bread tubers that I can stand to watch because he's like charismatic. What about and, like, interacts with his chat and it's yeah I don't want to get canceled. Um, but um, with Hassan, it, like it's like an engaging stream and it's not like pure politics. Mm. Like the wonker he turns off after like at about two hours mm -hmm. and then he just plays GTA with his friends. Yeah. Um, so like I'm not surprised really that Vosh you know got caught being shitty again. I mean yeah, but people are still defending him. Anyways, so yeah, the point is Caitlyn Jenner is a shitty person. She yeah, is also she a woman. Uh, and so if you feel the need to uh, misgender her or use her dead name, uh, which we will not be saying on this podcast at all, yeah. um, to uh, as some way to own her for being a weird reactionary, maybe don't. I Actually, I hate that. I was on a USA Today article about her, and... Um, they had a bunch of pictures of her, and it was like, Caitlyn Jenner, formerly known as... Oh my god. And I was like, can you, can yeah, you don't? That's, that's like the, yeah, it was like, oh wow, it's so great that she's become something different now. Like, that was sort of the liberal side of the culture war. Yeah. Like, because what, it was, was it like a Vanity Fair, like a Vogue cover that she came Yeah, it was, a, it was like a 2020, uh, uh, it was a 2020, well, 2020. interview. It was early. No, not 2020. in 2020, not the year, but like 20 slash oh. 20. No, because she was already right. trans by the time she uh, supported Trump's presidential bid. Yeah, which owns. I mean... Not again, already trans, but like she, already out trans, I meant to say. She's a, she's a woman whose politics are horrible. But it is incredibly funny that we've gone from... Ca that California will have had two recall elections potentially be won by like a you know, like, just a member of pop culture. By people famous for being athletic in the, uh, 70s. Yeah. Like, that's, that's literally, so cool. that's literally what it is. First as tragedy, then as farce. No, no, no. Arnold to Caitlyn Jenner? First as, uh, triumph, then as comedy. Um, so, yeah, but so I, there are reports... We, we love, we love, like, Gavin Newsom obviously sucks, and he shouldn't be in there, but, and... You know, Caitlyn Jenner is pretty much like. Well, I, we should talk about her politics. At, she's just at the sort of intersection of like the Republicans, like Hollywood Republicans, Hollywood Republicans, and, and Blue Dog Democrats. Yeah, um, like, but let's talk about her, her politics. So, yeah, so she's a former Olympic athlete, very successful one. She was once called the most athletic person in the world. Uh, yeah, she was formerly, she's a Kardashian because she was formerly married to Kris Jenner, uh, who is, um, not Kim K's mom, but Kylie and Kendall's mom, uh, and, you know. It's really hard to, Malcolm, it's really hard to, it's really hard to keep up with the Kardashians. Ayo. Oh, shit, that was good, that, that was good, that was good, yeah, I can't keep track of them either. Um, anyway, so during Trump's 2015-16 primary campaign, he notably came out as an opponent of the North Carolina bathroom bill, which, if you don't remember Culture Wars from 2015, that was a bill that would have banned trans people from using the bathrooms that they deserved to be in. So, for example, it would have forced Caitlyn Jenner into a male bathroom. Um, so Trump came out against this. Hell yeah, like, honestly, due to rocks. Um, even though he would eventually actually change his mind. 
Um, and it became a point of contention between him and Ted Cruz. So Caitlyn Jenner said, man, I love this Trump guy. Um, and so Trump said that Jenner could use any bathroom she wanted in the Trump Tower. That, I mean, like, the, um, I think the best Trump moment from the primary, like, primary Trump and obviously presidency Trump, Trump. are two very different people. <laughs> yeah. And... Primary Trump rocks. Yeah, like, when he ripped into Jeb Bush for the war in Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan. He was just funny. He was good. Uh, my favorite my favorite uh, primary Trump moment was the debate moment where some moderator asked him, like, Mr. Trump, you have described women you don't like as, you know, vampiric fat pigs or whatever. He's like, only Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, <laughs> I love, I miss that. Like, I miss... When you could just log on to Twitter and, or, like, whatever and see, like, a news article that was, like... He's taken just, it too far this uh, time. Just about a Trump tweet, and it's just something... It's, like, the... This is how democracy like the Robert, dies. The, the, the Robert Pattinson tweet, where he's, like... Robert Pattinson should not take back Kristen Stewart. She cheated on him like a dog and will do it again. Just watch. He can do much better. I guess it... Like... It turns out that just, she was gay, so obviously she did, but... Yeah... Um, I mean, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Mm. So, Caitlyn Jenner was a Trump supporter uh, back when it was cool. Um, Wait. Pause. <laughs> during his yeah. presidency, she rescinded support after his trans-military ban. Also, he ended up... I mean, yeah. Sorry? I mean, yeah. Yeah. That, that tracks. Um, also, uh, Obama did a bill that federally stopped that type of bathroom bill, and Trump rescinded that as well. Um, mm -hmm. So she made some video, like, from one Republican to another, you promised to protect yeah, just, the trans community. Just, like, I think that is, like, distilled. She's, I have an, okay, I got it. She's a West Wing Republican. It's true! If there was, if, if that show ran long enough that the transgender culture war got included, she, there she would, would be, in it. be, she would be a character and it would be like, yeah, the Republican president is doing like horrible things and there would be a, t a three minute monologue completely sorkinized where, you know, she, you know, the trans woman. Cause Something about no how the founding first. fathers would have wanted this. Right, exactly. And then there, yeah, and how... America is the best slash most free country in the world. Live and up that to should that. Be for, and that should be for everyone. And then it would end and, the, you know, everyone would start clapping. And, you know, there wouldn't be would... claps. It would be like a silence. Yeah, People don't clap yeah. in, uh, in Sorkin. Well, unless it's a courtroom scene. Unless it's a courtroom scene. Well, I mean, even then, that was just Charles Chicago Saffron. Like, no one clapped in um, A Few Good Men. They should have when they were talking about the guy getting owned. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, yeah, she... It's funny. You want to talk about AOC being a grifter who sold out to the Democratic establishment? Let's talk about Donald Trump being a grifter who sold out to the Republican establishment. Yeah. I mean, this guy owned the establishment in the primary, right? He actually was fiscally conservative, socially liberal. He got a, he got a massive amount of, like, yeah, public of, like, support of i mean look we're not going to do an episode talking about the constituency of trump voters because a lot of them are just like you know lump and proletariat hogs and small business owners and 10 percent of bernie sanders primary voters 
Right, which is, you know, good for them. Yeah. Um, no, really good for them. I mean, it's just, it, like, the, that 10% is just, like, Joe Rogan guys. Mm-mm-mm. Bernie 2016 voters. No, it's desperate. No, no, no that, that's what that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, they're jo- they're Joe Rogan guys, or they're desperate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Where like Bernie was at minimum a respectable politician, and that's what they'll say. Also, right? it's they're just like, oh, it's well. it's the draw of populism, right? Not necessarily left yeah. or right. It's the type of people who, yeah. Um, populism. Why don't you repopulate the world by talking to oh. some women? Yeah, nice. that was good. Nah, that was good. Um, Be here all week, folks. Yep, let's pay him. So, Jenner self describes as get this. You're gonna be shocked by this one. Economically conservative, but socially progressive. No way. <laughs> Literally shot up. Oh my god! If I hear one more celebrity. Bro, can you imagine Bro, it, Matthew McConaughey's weighing sl- the Texas run too? Can you imagine a McConaughey, uh, Jenner Republican party? They're smart. <laughs> they're smart enough to pick up on the cultural signifiers of being a liberal, and they're also smart enough to pick up on what parts of the economic system they have to keep so that they can keep, you know, on top. And so that you know the elites will support their runs. And, and so that they and so they don't like. So that they don't have to, like, when you're a Democrat, you have to make some head fakes towards, you know, helping people. Mm-hmm. If you're a Republican, people know you're a fucking hog. People know you're an absolute demon. It doesn't matter. You can, the Republicans are the party of, fuck you, you're not getting Medicare for all. And the Democrats are, we will subsidize your health insurance. Yeah, the, the, the Democrats gaslight you and the Republicans just tell you straight up you're not getting it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh... Bad politics. Also, I might add, uh, you cannot be fiscally conservative and socially progressive. No. Because you can't, like, oh, well, I refer to uh, people of color as people of color, and um, I want, I support Black Lives Matter. But also, I'm not going to change the fundamental economic systems permeated by colonialism and, and imperialism, which are fundamentally linked to capitalism. It's like, I think I'm going, you know, I'm going to put out my lawn sign that says Black Lives Matter, and then I'm going to call the police if there's a homeless person within three blocks of me. That literally happened on my block. Like, it, the amount of fucking NIMBYs in, in Toronto is actually disgusting. I, um... Like, the lakeshore, like, the lakeshore alone, there is so much hostile architecture, there's so much, there's fucking nowhere to go... Right, and the shelters are all either full to capacity or just closed due to COVID. I mean, there's massive homeless encampments like in near public parks, and if you go near like if you go near the the rail like the the via rail, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the station the stations yeah. like the the wooded areas near there. There's entire encampments of people who have lost their houses due to COVID. Yeah, well, so my neighborhood is uh, far richer than my family is. Because they basically bought in about six months before it gentrified. Like, it was all mattress shops, and now it's, like, gourmet pastry places or whatever. Um, And so there's this one person down the block, and they have a sign that says Black Lives Matter in English and Hebrew with a little Canadian flag and an Israeli flag. And they once told my dad... Oh, yeah. Let's fucking They once told my dad to stop putting beer and wine bottles in the recycling because homeless people would uh, come, you know, root 
through the recycling bins to get them and return them for people money. People do that. People do that in our neighborhood yeah. too. Yeah, but she, mean, said, she, like, said, she said, she said, she said, don't do that because we don't want that type of person around here. Like I hate you. If you're at if you're at that point, are you gonna like? It's it's just because like being homeless gets conflated with crime and. You know, a, a thing about liberalism, is, at least nowadays, right, is how fucking atomized everything Well, yeah, and they also, so, another sign they had up if was the liberal sign in 2019 for the election. If you can't think in terms of systems and you're only thinking in terms of individual people, what do you think is going to happen? You know, what do you think causes homelessness in that case? Yeah. Oh, well, they, you know, maybe they got addicted to drugs and maybe their addiction meant that they couldn't afford payments on their house mm-hmm. or, or, or their rent. So you see that as a personal failing, right? You don't look to why did they get addicted? If you only think in terms of individual people, of course you're going to think that the homeless person rooting through your recycling bin is also about to come into your house, break in, steal everything, kill your whole family, and run away. And never get caught. Yeah. Um, it, well, yeah, I mean, that you're right. Like, it is a... Uh, a system i mean liberalism is a system that prioritizes individual rights and it's only sort of very rare forms of liberalism like trudeauism um yeah by that we mean the good guy and not the current prime minister that sort of prioritizes the collective um and so i think that you're absolutely right, right that without a a collective um economic system without that is focused on ensuring not just equality of opportunity, which I will give, I will grant that liberals actually do genuinely want that, even though they have no idea how to achieve it, but also equality of outcome. You're not going to get equality of outcome and social issues. No. Like, you need economic no, equality like, of outcome to have... It's like they they love that one... Like, one thing that's always fascinated me with Canadian liberalism, I think it's more prevalent, is the whole equality versus equity thing. Where, like, you know, oh, equality is when... It's like that picture of, like, the three guys trying to watch the baseball yeah. game. And equality is you give one person a box, and equity is you distribute the boxes evenly. And there's a fence there that they all have to look over. Right? Well, yeah, like so equity is where you give the shortest one three boxes, the tallest one no boxes, and the middle one two boxes. Right. And, and then, you know, socialism like, is tearing down the wall. Yeah, like, literally just why is there a wall there? Why don't yeah. they just get to watch the baseball game? I mean, I wouldn't be there because baseball fucking boring. Dude, no. Okay, I'm, I'm actually going to fight you on this because baseball, it might be a boring as shit sport to watch on TV, but going to a baseball game and the, a- the atmosphere oh, of a baseball game Oh, yeah, you know what? Unrivaled. And then you get hot dogs. I haven't had a hot dog in years. Oh, my God. Can fucking Trudeau and Doug Ford just jab me, please? I saw like, that look, the will, Jays game. I will single-handedly. I will single-handedly fund a second Canadian MLB team if it means I get my fucking vaccination first, and I can go to a ballpark when I'm of legal drinking age and just go and get fucking plastered off ten-dollar beers and hot dogs, please. With like with thousands of other people in the stadium. Uh, yeah, I saw that at the uh, Jays game in Texas. Like their stadium was full and no one was wearing a mask. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, that's, that's not that's, because that's Texas cool. is doing well. No, it's just that the I think it's the statewide mask mandate was lifted in Texas, and so the state well statewide restrictions in general. Yes, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Statewide restrictions have been lifted, so the cities will still do restrictions. Like I think Austin and Dallas have some restrictions because those are the liberal strongholds. 
Right, and then all the other all the other cities it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like the the municipalities are under no pressure to keep the restrictions. It's just the cities that are having to like you know, pull everything together. And of course, in the US, unemployment insurance is managed at the state level. So, do you think that those states are going to be paying out, you know, they get to be like, "Look, the jobs are back." Less people are on unemployment, which is something that they brag about, yeah. right? They'll be like, oh, we got people off unemployment. Oops. It's... <laughs> Oops. I'm very glad I'm not from Texas. I'm very glad I'm just not American in general. Yeah. Um. Although, living in New York doesn't seem so bad right now, does it? Yeah, it does. Dude. I don't want to walk outside no, of my I mean, house I mean, and see a favela. I mean in this moment right now when they've just opened up vaccine eligibility to anyone over the age of 16. Okay, true. Does it seem that bad? I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess. I just, I'd rather have Dougie than uh, Cuomo. I mean, yeah. Like, Cuomo... Cuomo sucks, but Doug Ford and Andrew Cuomo are the same kind of guy. Mm -hmm. They kind of look like shit all the time, but not to the degree that it's unprofessional. They have their nice little uh, press conferences where the the press just kind of, like, softballs questions to them and they, you know, answer it. They're, like, when was the last time you saw a good question, like a solid journalistic question asked of Doug Ford in one of his little press conferences? I remember one time, um, actually, uh, someone asked him about prisoner vaccination and he they should have pressed him on it and he messed up so i'm actually gonna right they they doubled because the i think the i don't know if it was the federal conservatives that were like it's unaccept yeah aaron o'toole was like it's unacceptable that there are prisoners being vaccinated before like you know frontline dougie did this too but this was months ago this was uh over the christmas break yeah i mean like this was even before we had vaccines here. They're they're demons. Like think about how much fucking like the mortal danger that a prisoner is in in prison. Mm -hmm. Like they're not. It's not like they're giving them like masks and shit. They're not letting them do anything that would mitigate it. So all it takes is one case, and all of a sudden, the entire prison can be infected. Mm -hmm. And of course. It's the prison workers, right, like the correctional officers, that get the, pr the protective equipment, and the prisoners just have to fucking live with mm -hmm. them. And if they yeah. die, they die. Yeah. And they're often packed in, close spaces. Like, there's a jail, I think, in Atlanta that has been, like, or I think it was either in Atlanta or St. Louis, that has been, like, rioted and taken over twice because of living, because of the fact that they've been in there, and there's a COVID outbreak, and nothing is happening. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't see how you can, and I don't see how people can square the circle of reading about that and going, oh, we just have to vote. Mm-hmm. Well. Right? They, they sent the warlock and fucking guy, and the guy that looks like an NBC comedy protagonist to the Senate in Georgia. And for what? <laughs> for what? What, is, what did he accomplish? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tell me that John Ossoff doesn't look like if they re... Like, a synthesis of every like NBC like dark haired fail guy on every NBC comic. Sean Ossoff is when you're playing Mass Effect One and you for some reason choose Male Shepherd and you try and give him a face that matches the war criminal backstory. 
Um, well, let's talk about criminal justice reform. Because this brings us quite nicely, uh, a total sequitur, to our second Kardashian of the day. Of course, the good one, the best one. She rocks. Kim Kardashian. She married Kanye West. Like, that, that, that you're pretty good at that. Well, look, she married him, a, and then she divorced him. As a reformed Kanye West stan, I can confidently say that Kim Kardashian is a... She rules, and the fact that um, she had fucking Kanye that one year in the Halloween costume, <laughs> like the, the, the Flintstones one where he's in the dinosaur suit, and you could barely see his face, and all his kids are in these like adorable little costumes. And she looks good in that and one, Kim, too, yeah, yeah. Kim's just looking great, and then Kanye's just standing there in the in the dino costume. I love that, yeah. No, she's just so cool. Like, the, the amount of power you need to both marry and divorce Kanye West... Yeah. Um is just it's just so cool. So, um as of today, Kim Kardashian is a billionaire. Good for her. The one good the billionaire. One allowed to, she should be the only one allowed to be a billionaire. I agree. I think she's the only one who Like most of it. like most of her wealth will be held in public trust, but we can say that it's hers yeah. know, when we when we do when we do full communism. Right. And okay. so she will be our symbolic billionaire. And so like I think if we want to have some sort of underground revolution where like all of the financial system gets changed, but like two other countries, like this is actually an anti-imperialism strategy mm. um, that I'm just coming up with on the fly here. But if you just like preserve, like isolate wall street from the actual economy. Yeah. And like, you know, cause none of it's fucking based in any sort of real, I guess what they would call market fundamentals. I don't know what those fucking losers talk about. But um, you just pretend that, like, the stock market and everything is running as normal and that, like, we still have, like, staggering income inequality in America yeah. and Canada. And then we just, like, have, yeah, like, full communism. Just, like, uh, like but keep it underground, like, low-key. Mm-hmm. So, like, just get everyone to agree to not tell anyone. So everyone, yeah, everyone can, we've abolished wage labor, like, everything's automated. And just let, like, the weird economics guys do their weird economics stuff. Let people still pretend to be billionaires when all their their wealth is held in public trust. Hmm. This is, uh... This That's is how theory. we make Canada socialist without having to undergo the constitutional pains of abolishing the monarchy. Yeah, and that's also... That's how we, um... That's how we would do socialism here in Canada, so that, um... You know, I think I could probably be, like, the... the the Janine Inez of Canada, if the CIA put enough money up to me. Oh, but um, if they... It, look, I'm taking offers from uh, the Communist Party of Canada, the Marxist-Leninist Party of Canada, the uh, Trotskyist Party of Canada. Well, no, because there's the Communist the Party Marxist, of Canada, which is Trot, and then there's the, the, Marxist, the Communist the Party of Canada, Marxist-Leninist, which is the Marxist-Leninist. The, the Communist Party of... The Marxist-Leninist-Maoist Party of Canada, the Posadist Party of Canada. I'm currently hedging offers from all of these different, obviously very revolutionary um, bourgeoisie political parties, that um, if they don't pay me enough and the CIA comes with a better offer, I, so I will either be the Evo Morales or I will be the Jeannie Inez of this fucking country. I'm going to be honest with you. I have been looking at this Flintstones picture for the past five minutes. What do you think? Like, you've been talking this entire time, and I've just been looking at it. I just think it's a good picture. It's fascinating. It's like it's, it's genuinely almost, it's, like an intriguing picture. It's almost as fascinating as like pictures of Trump meeting like someone important. Like the pictures of him with the Queen are so funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when he like did all the shit that got like all the British Lib Dems like very, very upset. Oh, and the Tories. 
Right. And me. I mean, like, oh my god, he walked in front of her. Yeah, that was bad. You don't do that. No, I know, but, like, I think my... I know we talked about this in the Space Race episode, but the the story of Yuri Gagarin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not realizing that queens were, like, queen. a real thing. Yeah, and, and so, you know, obviously Guy been raised in the fucking USSR his whole life. A peasant. Pretty much. Yeah, and he gets dinner with the queen after going to space, and he, like, doesn't know, like, how to use all the silverware that's laid out. And he, like, looks at the queen very lost, and she just goes, like, oh, don't worry. I don't know what half of these are for either. <laughs> yeah, or, um, you're not supposed to eat before she does. And so they were very nice, and instead of putting, um milk in in the tea that that they shared they uh they put a lemon in it and of course when he finishes he just pops the lemon uh in in his mouth and hmm. um Chartreuse, the her personal secretary apparently was horrified and she just you know good for I her mean, i, I like, wouldn't do this just takes her lemon and eats it too i think you like if you're the, you know the monarch you get so sick at some point of people having to follow all those like i feel like yeah like everyone stands up when you enter a room yeah like trying to like live i don't mean like normally normally but like trying to have a normal meal Mm -hmm. and having to obey like all this stupid bullshit code so like i think she just found it really really funny that someone just didn't know yeah like i imagine at her age now now that she's been doing it for like 70 years um which is crazy still going strong baby sorry Still going still strong. Going She's strong. still got another challenger to take. Out. She I mean, still like, has like uh, probably like five totems of undying left. Yeah. Um, like I imagine it's just sort of like set in with her, and so now if somebody messes something up, it's awkward. Mm-hmm. But like back then, she'd been doing it for twenty, so she was probably a bit tired of it, um, or like fifteen, yeah. and so that was probably refreshing and nice. Whereas I'm looking at this picture right now of Trump cutting in front of her, and she looks very annoyed. Yeah. Well, because now she's, like, like having to fucking... Look at his ass? Have, well, I would... Yeah, yeah I take that back. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop this bit here, but let me just say, God, I wish that was me. Oh, my God. But anyway, like, yeah, that's... We love Kim Kardashian, don't we, folks? Yeah. She, um... She wants to take the bar exam. Um, by yeah, so this is this is important. So yeah, so she's, she's a, well, no, she's she, in law school right now. Um, she's studying for the bar. Yeah, which we love to see. I mean, she's you know obviously her getting that opportunity is a result of you know the TV show and her family being positioned where they are. But it's still at the end of the day, she's still putting in the work. Yeah, well, you still have to pass the bar exam, and we're gonna talk about yeah. why she wants to do this in a second, but. I just got this quote here um, from Entertainment Tonight about uh, Kim K. So, Kim Kardashian West is putting in the time as a law student. By the way, I might add that I absolutely hate the way they write their articles. Uh, Kim Kardashian West is putting in the time as a law student, but that doesn't mean she's not having a little fun in the process. The 39-year-old reality star took to social media on Wednesday night with two of her mentors, Jessica Jackson and Aaron Haney, to show their unique study methods. This is how we study, said the KKW beauty founder, quipped uh, in, in one video, pouring shots of Don Julio tequila. I need a chaser. I don't know how much a shot is, to be honest, you guys. The mother of four then proposed a toast, saying to study for law school and passing this fucking test once and for all. So cool. I mean, she's just ripping shots, like, you know. 
she's doing what I like. If I had that level of access to rapid COVID testing and everything, I would. Be well, this is from a while too, ago. Except it, yeah. Except it would just be like, oh, like my history exam. Yeah. <laughs> not not the bar exam. Just like my first year post Confederation Canadian history take home exam. Take home. That's good. Yeah. Thank God. I. I could not imagine having to. I feel so bad for anyone that has to deal with proctoring software in the well, it in the pandemic. Screwed me over at one point. Um, yeah. Not because I was cheating, allegedly. Um, so yeah, she wants to take the bar exam by twenty twenty two because she wants to be a criminal justice lawyer. Um, her dad was a famous lawyer, of course, who was on OJ Simpson's defense team. Part of the dream team, baby. Oh, yeah. Along with along Dersh. with none other than the Dersh baby. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Rob Rob K and the Dersh. Oh man, they're so cool. So that's a dream, fucking. Team. Well, it is. That's that's me. the original dream team, not Orange Square or Green Square. Um, so speaking of Orange, so she actually in 2018 successfully lobbied President Trump uh, <laughs> several times to release prisoners. Um, so he pardoned people because he has the right to do that. And all 11 people Trump pardoned on her behalf ended up had previously lobbied Obama for their release, and it was denied. Um, and then Kim says, rip to them, but I'm different, steps in and handles it. Yeah, like, that was so... I remember, you know, as, as a former Kanye stan, um, there are very distinct periods of being a Kanye stan. Um, every single, like hyped up album release there's like a sense that it won't be ever released and then it doesn't um but anyway this was the period of kanye does something incredibly questionable and we have to find some way to defend him and i feel very vindicated now even though i'm like no longer a kanye fan i feel very vindicated that the reason he was meeting with trump at all was yeah because his wife was cool to to for so that kim could lot like you know, wearing the hat and doing all that shit was so that Kim could lobby Trump to write some pardons. Do you remember the iPlane one? I think so. Hold so, on. So Kanye was in his meeting with Trump talking about oh, a new yeah. hydrogen-powered oh, yeah. plane that they should use for Air Force One, revealed his phone password was 0000. Um, like, he showed it right. on camera. Um, and then just showed, like, concept art of a hydrogen-powered plane. Like that, um, it's so that's cool. So great, it's so cool. I mean, that's like those things that you'd see, like those ancient YouTube videos of like top five epic plane designs. Yeah, and then it would be something like like that's what we're really going with, except it's actually like a high res image. Um, I think like I know I said this off the air, but I recognize that American imperialism is bad. But God, if they don't make some fucking planes, dude. Well. Like- they also don't make some I fucking think planes, under, I let's think be honest here. Like, under, F-35. Yeah, well, the F-35. But I think under under communism, we would still um, just keep making, like, fighter jets just better and better. But just, like, have them be for ceremonial purposes. But, like, you know how, like, you know, the new... I don't even know what it's called. I'm not that much of an aviation nerd. But the new ones that can turn harder than they physically should be able to, because they can, like... Yeah, super maneuverability, because the gimbling, yeah. Super... Like, we should just keep making planes like that that can just break physics just to show off how cool we all are. Look, man, I just think like, it's I, really I funny love military sp- that... Con- I love military spending as a dick-measuring contest, not as, like, an actual practical thing. Right. But I just love when the U.S. is like, 
look, we need a new kind of armored truck. And then there's like 10 different companies that will all be like, sir, we will make your armored truck. And then the U.S. billion is like, you want to make an armored truck? Here's $10 trillion. <laughs> make it, make sure it doesn't work and all the parts are as cheap as they possibly can be and hardest to work on. I mean, it's even like a thing in military circles to bitch about the U.S. acquisitions process. Like, that's how bad it is when the guys in the, the Imperial Corps, the guys who, like, are enforcing these horrific foreign policies are still like, yeah, the system is dog shit. Look, I just think it's funny that Kanye's iPhone password is 0000, and he just texted himself, like, seven images of this plane. Yeah. I love that. I mean, he, I feel like I feel like Kanye is the kind of guy that if like one of his kids wants to show him something on their on the phone or whatever, he'll like pick it up and you know how like when you hand like an old person a device, they grab it. They don't have bifocals on. They grab it and then they kind of look down at it. Yeah. I feel like Kanye does that for everything, and yeah, I also feel like he's the kind of guy to like email himself files that he needs on like a, another device. I do that. Why don't you just upload it? To, like, Google Drive. And sometimes it's easier to just email something. I guess. But, yeah, I mean, basically what we're getting at here is Kim Kardashian is very cool. Um, She's the one good Kardashian. She also she lobbied Trump one. on this First Step Act, which was a uh, a Trump criminal justice reform act, which was championed by her. And it, it makes it easier for uh, prisoners to reintegrate into society and, and makes prisoners safer for, for inmates. It's just cool. And so, basically, the point of this section is to... Uh, Kim, if you ever hear this, by the way, um, please go on Juno. Please, Kim like, please send on message Juno. us on Twitter or something. Like, come on please. the podcast. We would be so nice to you. That we, we would be honored. Like, we would ask you such good questions. Also, um, Twitter dot com user whale underscore or collector. I'm doing a survey. If you could fill in the required information, which is just your phone number. Um, I would appreciate that. Um, but yeah, no, like this whole thing. You know what? You've let me get enough. You've let me get away with enough bits like that. I'm just gonna let this one slide this time. Exactly, exactly. I'm letting you off. I'm letting you off with a warning. Um, the uh, <laughs> the whole purpose of this half of the episode is to just congratulate Kim Kardashian on her success, uh, and I mean she rocks. becoming the one good billionaire. Yeah. Again, she would be the ceremonial billionaire if it were up to She'd you. be the one we leave. Like, she would be the people's billionaire. Like, even when we get rid of Jack Ma and all the Chinese... Actually, I guess they already did get rid of Jack Ma. Don't get but rid of But even when we got rid... Even, even when we get rid of all the Chinese billionaires, we're keeping Kim. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the only other... We're keeping both Kims, Kim Jong-un and, and Kim Kardashian, the two billionaires. We can kind of end the episode on this because it is just sort of darkly funny um the fact that biden's like yeah we're just gonna keep building the wall <laughs> like like fuck it dude like it, you know we know it's not done and so if there's any gaps just go ahead and fill those in uh dhs just go ahead i mean he's kept the kids in cages he's kept you know starving children and yet no 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 he has not kept the kids in cages he has increased the amount of kids in cages He's tripled the amount of kids in cages, right? Yeah. You want to make a harm reduction uh, uh, argument? You want to know what harm reduction is? 
Trump reduction, 2020. Harm reduction, harm reduction is casting the entirety of the United States Congress, including the president and vice president, into a volcano. Yeah. That is harm reduction. But also, I think it's really funny that it turns out that from a left-wing standpoint, if you're actually going to do a harm reduction, Trump was the less damaging figure, and that's why harm reduction is a stupid ar- argument, and everyone should have voted for the Green Party. There was this there was this garbage ape, I think it was a garbage ape post, that was like... <laughs> Imagine if Trump gets known as, like, a great president purely based off of all the shit that, like, all of the research that happens because of um, mRNA, mRNA vaccines. Like, you know how they're, like, developing an HIV vaccine yeah. off of the COVID vaccine? Yeah. Like, imagine if Trump's strategy of we will get everyone vaccinated and just kill as many people as we, you know, leave the economy open, kill as many people as, you know, we have. And to then champion our vaccine efforts. People. Right. Imagine if that strategy ends up curing, yeah, like curing AIDS, <laughs> curing, curing AIDS, and of course it will be an American vaccine. So w- let's not hold our breath here, but I mean, Joe Biden, I I don't know what to say. I mean, he's just he kept building the wall. It's so funny. It it owns. it's so funny. You guys, you guys got like, duped. You guys got jukes. All the the anarcho Bidenists, all the harm reduction, you know, all the oh Bernie was my first choice, but you know Biden's what we have. Go fuck yourself. You literally just never talk again. Honestly, to quote to quote one great from one comedic mind to another, to quote the great Nick Mullen in a Biden impression, nothing gets better. You just wait for the world to get worse. True enough. And I think, unless you have anything else, I think... Uh, no, just reminding Kim Kardashian that. to DM us and me. Yeah, Kim Kardashian, please DM uh, at Juno Beach Pod. Do not DM at whale underscore collector. Don't do that. Don't actually. DM whale underscore collector uh, your phone number. It will lead to you having a, a, an overflow of friendship, um, which you do not need in your life right now. You do not need a, another friend. Um, she must be she she has to stay focused you got to stay focused on on law school you don't need another person who will you know treat you as a a valuable human being and um make you know that make sure you know that you're you know cared for and and be a really good friend to you so if you need to stay focused on the bar exam so do not dm whale underscore or collector um ms kardashian that was such an unfunny bit i don't know why i did that god we we need to we need to send you to you know those um the subway ads for like those comedy camps yeah we gotta send you to one of those send me to a comedy buff camp. up the improv skills yeah actually just kidding I wouldn't inflict becoming an improv guy on anyone not even my worst enemy improv guys are literally just like the real life version of like soy wojacks yeah literally like it's I mean improv Cynthia C Y N Thea is dead. Rest in peace, baby cake. <laughs> anyway, um, I think until next time, I've been Declan. I've been Malcolm. Have a great week.